No. No. Girl, I'm freaking out. <laughs> you have a test? I did. I took a test yesterday morning, but I didn't take it on my first pee because I had to go so bad. If you're already late, then it would it doesn't matter, I think. Yeah, um, so I was Googling like how late can tests be positive after your period? Because I was supposed to get it on Tuesday. That would have been normal. Thursday would have been like late normal. So even now on Sunday, I'm like, holy shit. I was laughing because I got my period last night and I was like, oh, maybe we're synced up. Oh my gosh. And then I was like looking back at the calendar and I'm like, I have my dates right, right? Yep, I got my dates right. And I was like trying to think of all the times we had sex, which was like almost nothing this month because he's not been home. It's I literally can't be pregnant. I mean, I can't. Hi, and welcome to the Don't Beat Around the Bush podcast. I'm Addie Holzman. And I'm Haley Kava. We're friends, pelvic floor physical therapists, moms, and occasional hot messes who are here for real, uncensored conversations about all things pelvic health. And because our conversations are uncensored, they're likely not appropriate for little ears. Please remember our disclaimer. Although we both are licensed physical therapists, we are not your physical therapist. Yeah, anyways. And our content is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please consult your own healthcare team for individualized advice, diagnoses, and treatment. We went to the beach yesterday. Oh, okay, nice. Same- so your mom is there right now because Ash is at West Point? Or- oh my gosh, what? Did I tell you this whole shit show? No. Elsie made it not even a week into school, and then we oh. got a call. So she finished her week in school. We got a call on Saturday saying there was a positive case in her class, and they didn't know if they had to quarantine because they couldn't get a hold of the health department so they were and this is labor day weekend so they were going to cancel school on tuesday if they didn't hear so they didn't hear through the holiday weekend obviously canceled school on tuesday but on saturday i'm freaking out because i have a pretty decent caseload that i didn't want to reschedule and i'm like i can't keep playing it by day i need to know what my whole week's gonna look like right and so i'm telling my mom oh, you know, I don't know what to do. She's like, you want me to come? I'm like, that would be great. Cause Ash left on the next day. Ash left on Sunday. So I couldn't even schedule patients to like nights and weekends. Cause he wasn't going to be there. Right. So she flew in Monday night and it has been amazing. She has been, I mean, she's always helpful, but I mean, I have, I was not home most of the week. I was like just errands and clients just all over the place. Um, and she helped a lot. So anyway, yes, she's still here. You need a nanny, basically. You need like a nanny Seriously. all the time. Well, she's retired, so I'm like, hey, listen, I I would pay you what I pay daycare. You know, that'd be great. Maybe I can talk her into it. If anyone out there has tips on how to convince your parents to move cross country and uproot a life right. that they've had there for sixty years, you know, I need some tips. Um, well, but we went snowbirds. Like they could just come down in the winter when it's miserable. And then I can set the kids up in the summer when it's amazing. Yeah. There you go. It'd be awesome. They have plenty of room. So we went to the beach that we went to before you moved. Holden Beach. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it it's my favorite. I've decided it's my favorite because you, like, park in the shade under that over ramp. And then Mm -hmm. you, like, walk right by the snow cone place, right by the restaurant. We didn't go to the restaurant, but we had gone to that restaurant with um, Kayla and Peyton. It's so, because it's open air. 
and it mm-hmm. so it's kind of like being outside and the food is amazing and then the beach access is there and the coffee shop is right there and so we like hit everything okay. we were there for six hours we just like hit everything but we're in the car and david asked my mom he's like grandma do you fart <laughs> she's like yes <laughs> and he was like oh i thought our family was the only family that farted <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> It was so funny. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to reel it in a little bit. And then he's starting to ask questions, Haley. It's coming. The The sex talk is like so near. I can feel it. Anyway, my massager, well, no, my intimate rose wand was in the shower. Remember mm-hmm. last time we podcasted, I think it was right after that or when I was talking to you, my op trader was bugging me. Mm-hmm. So I like had it in the shower to take care of my op trader. And I just left it in there because why not? Well, he showers in our shower. He comes out one night. He's like, hey, mom, what's that snake looking thing in your shower? He was probably messing with it too, huh? He was. He was. And I was like, uh, it's a massager. And he's like, how do you use it? And I'm like, it vibrates and you just put it on whatever you're massaging. And he was like, how do you charge it? Or he was talking about how does it work? Because he didn't see you know, any places for batteries or anything. And I'm like, you plug it in with two little prongs. He's like, oh, that's what those little things were. So he definitely was like checking this thing out. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know how, how the dynamic of our family yet, like and how we're going to approach all of that other than like just honesty, I guess. Yeah. We respond to the questions he asked, like age appropriate. He just hasn't like, where do babies come from? Like he has not asked that question. It's more like just skirting around, like, where do they come out? Why can't guys have babies? Like that kind of stuff. So Robert, you know how Robert's belly button always was like miscolored a little bit? Like it was like purple or red and like irritated. And it would sometimes weep a little bit. And every time I took him to the pediatrician, I would always ask, hey, what's up with this belly button? And we thought maybe it was related to his eczema or like his other food allergies. I take him to the pediatrician here. Edina, do you know, like, do you know some of these suburbs? So Edina is like super fancy. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we live, I don't know, five minutes from Edina. And so... I purposely picked a pediatrician that someone recommended in Edina and their daycares in Edina. Edina is on my way to work. And that pediatrician was unbelievable. So good. So thorough. And when I explained everything about Cam, like with his food stuff and like his neck thing and, and like blah, blah, blah. He was just like, never questioned me. I told him about their tongue tie stuff and about all that and how like their sleep has been so bad. So I'm, I like actually sought out this crazy craniosacral lady and I'm going to take both of the boys to her because like literally Robert the last month has not slept more than 45 minutes without being like held unless he's being held or sleeping right next to me. He won't sleep for more than 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Awful. And I don't know if it's like because I've just condi- like because when we were moving, things were so weird and like he got used to it, or if something's wrong. Cause like you should be able to go through a couple sleep cycles on your own. Right. I feel like every sleep cycle he's awake. And even if I'm laying next to him, he still kind of wakes up, but then he'll go back to sleep. Huh. So something's and it's not like he's choking, he's breathing through his nose, his mouth is shut. Like I don't I don't know if it's emotional or Whatever. So I'm going to go see her. She's like an instructor for Pete's craniosacral. 
Oh, nice. And she lived, because like, it's hard to find someone who's done peds. Mm-hmm. So she instructs, and then she lives here half the year and lives in Australia half the year. And so she leaves in November. Oh, <laughs> so like, you better get so all your treatment in. I was like, we got to get out there and see her. Oh, <laughs> Hopefully she can fix them in one shot. <laughs> Actually, Cam's been fine. Cam, Cam's been pretty much fine, but the baby, man, I gotta like do something. So, speaking of food allergies, I was actually thinking that I need to sign up for (laughs) your Evolve meals because I literally, like, I'm supposed to do this elimination diet three weeks and whatever, even though I'm almost positive, I am fine. So, she tested my blood. So, I got blood work two weeks ago almost. Who was this? Was the doctor? Dr. Jones. Oh, nice. Yes. So she okay. did like a full workup because I never really had one. Yeah. And my... Isn't she so nice? She's great. Very mm. thorough. Uh-huh. So my A1C was like bordering pre-diabetic, which is Are either of your parents diabetic? No, nobody. Zero percent of people in my family have diabetes. Like very strange. But my thyroid was also low and I was... Re- and my vitamin D was still normal, but low. And vitamin D can affect your insulin resistance. I was trying to make all these connections. Your A1C is a picture of your uh, blood sugar over time, not just like a momentary. Right. Right. And then I'm like, well, what are these? Like, what's a normal window? Like, wait, you kind of have a five pound window, right? And anything like within that window is whatever. So Mm -hmm. on these blood tests, I'm like, what's a normal window and how quickly Will it go up and down or adjust based on your food? You know, that's what I don't know. But anyway, I'll do this elimination diet. It's not going to be fun, but <laughs> I'll what do it. What does she want you to I'm eliminate? Eating. Well, she's just like, I don't know why you'd be like bordering pre-diabetes without a family history because all my cardi- cardiac stuff is amazing. She's like, you're every all your other labs are really good. And so I'm not, this is very inconsistent and I don't know where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm fine to try whatever you want to try. I was just so glad that she was more preventative. Like my labs are still normal, right? But she saw something that wasn't consistent and she wants to prevent any issues like along depends. the way. Yeah. And I'm like, I love that. That's completely my mindset. So I will do it. And then we will draw labs again in three months. But I was like, I can't literally right now, even with zero (laughs) diet restrictions in our house, I still don't meal plan and I like don't know what we're having for dinner. If you have restrictions, you really have to think that stuff out. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not going to survive this. So like maybe I should just get pre-made meals and I'll just make the kids and Ash whatever and I will just eat those. (laughs) Totally an ad. Use code HCAVA for 20% off your first order of (laughs) E2. There you go. Because they, oh, and I can't have eggs in the, I live on eggs eggs like for yeah protein? no eggs are in everything <sighs> milk is, is is in everything I'm just like so what's really funny is that robert is really sensitive to dairy so like cam spilled some milk and he touched it and touched Whoa. his face and he had like a rash on his face so like we know he's super sensitive to dairy and in some of those eat to evolve meals there is ghee which technically doesn't have the milk protein because it's like been cooked out I guess but we weren't sure if it was the milk protein or if it was just milk in any form and because ghee is delicious 
Yeah. <laughs> and um, so Bobby had, was, had given him like some carrots out of one of those meals that had ghee on it. And I was like, oh, you'd have that. It's ghee. And he was totally fine. So it, it like proved to me that like, okay, it's actually legit. Like it's not, it's properly made ghee. It's not like, um, so maybe it's just the milk protein that he can't have. Okay. But um, so yeah, no, they've been great. Like, honestly, I probably end up eating more than them than Bobby does. Cause like Bobby will cook some food for himself, like for lunches during the week. And then when I was like home with the kids all day, I would eat them for lunch and dinner sometimes. Nice. So like, I think it's like about a hundred dollars would give like, if it was for both of us, five nights of meals. Okay. 10 dinners for a hundred bucks. I should talk Ash into doing it because he's got some like chronic issues that I'm convinced aren't musculoskeletal. And mm-hmm. if I'm doing it, he might as well join yeah. the wagon. But and then it might have a real hard time getting his macros on that diet. So because they have stuff like ghee in it, I feel like you can check all of the macros and like literally everything is on there. And so some of the meals are pretty low calorie, but there's quite a few meals that are pretty high, high calorie paleo or primal, or you can do, you can like select paleo, whole 30 keto. There's one called like evolve 30. And I think evolve 30 eliminates a lot of things that like, if people are doing an elimination diet, Um, but I can, you can go in when you search and it's like allergens and you can go like milk, eggs, peanuts, and you click all the things that you don't want. And then it filters it all out. Okay. I'm going to look at that. And like, it tastes decent. (laughs) I was telling Bobby, I was like, maybe it tastes decent because I don't. (laughs) I could eat a rock and I'd be like, oh, this is great. So like, yeah, Yeah, I do. I genuinely do enjoy them. And I do feel like they are healthy. The, the broccoli in one of them, you can tell it's like fresh broccoli. Yeah, it's good. It's a Kansas City company. Oh, fun. Yeah, they're they're new. It's like a newer company. Yeah, no. So oh. I'm I'm a fan. And would I buy it if I wasn't getting enough? And I think like I would do it really intentionally. I'd be like, okay, this week is gonna be chaotic. I'm gonna like order meals this week. And then next week, because like I do like cooking. I like cooking dinner, but it's it is easy to be like this is way less work and way less cleanup yeah well i hate cooking so yeah, yeah you would like i it. will <laughs> so thinking about these food sensitivities and i i think people are generally improving their awareness on how like diet affects everything but i'm now trying to like think about what can i look for when clients are telling me their story that would be a red flag for something deeper, like, you know, food sensitivity. Like I had a client this week who has a lot of migraines and I was looking at this elimination diet and it was talking about how that's one of the symptoms that tends to go away on this diet. Um, mm-hmm. Cause overall inflammation, if you're eating processed foods, not even all the time, but not paying attention to like the quality of your food, but well, there's like eggs are inflammatory. Yeah. So, so Jamie, who I still haven't done on my testing with yet, she was saying like, you have to test to know because some people are sensitive to like chicken. So maybe all you were eating was chicken because you thought that that was anti-inflammatory, but your body doesn't 
process it well. So then she goes, then you go on like a process of eliminating the things that are target targeted specifically for you. It, it reminds like Indiana does this stuff too. Like yep. um, where test your poop, you test your DNA and you figure out what foods are going to be optimal for that. And like, to me, that that's like makes so much sense. Right. Cause you could spin your wheels with a client who's having like SI pain and nothing's working, you know, they're not responding, but it could be inflammation or just referral from the gut or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so really digging into that whole picture, I think is so important. Paying attention to my diets, switching to the cup, the menstrual cup, we try to eliminate toxic stuff in our house. Not a hundred percent. Cause I'm not like a go all out kind of person. And I kind of like float mm-hmm. in the middle for a lot of things, but I think all of that helped my periods a lot to not be painful or heavy. Yeah. And it's such a, I don't think people think about those things when they're having pain, at least not off the bat, unless it becomes a chronic thing. I mean, because if you think of Jessica Hammond, who is a popular like holistic pt i think she's in california she has a drummond 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 Drummond, sorry jessica drummond she has a book that lit that light for me as far as how everything plays together and it was basically you have a toxin load and like everything we do during the day the air we breathe what we touch like the food containers we use, all the body products that touch us contributes to that level in some way. So if you're getting hit from all sides, you eat processed foods, you have all of the chemicals in all your product, everything, makeup, anything really, right? Then your overall level of kind of inflammation is probably heightened, which can contribute to issues that present as musculoskeletal pain. So I'm pretty sure I know why Robert has so many food allergies. Why? Inflammation? Because when I was pregnant with him, Arby's curly fries were my <laughs> weakness. Like literally, I probably think multiple times a week I would get Arby's curly fries. And it was so convenient right on the corner. You turn and there it was right on your way to work. Oh my gosh. <laughs> on my way home, it would be like, and it was, it would be like, I packed a lunch, but like, didn't have time to eat it. And then like, so I hadn't eaten all afternoon and then I get in the car and I'm so hungry and like, obviously eating freaking curly fries, sometimes (laughs) with the crappy cheese on them is not good for you. (laughs) Like I know this. Yeah. But But, dang. Pregnancy knows no bounds when it comes to Uh, (laughs) appetite. So there are like different ways that food allergies are mediated. There's like IgE mediated and IgG mediated and then other like Is sensitivity. Like hormone? Immunoglobin E and immunoglobin okay. G. It's like a immune system factors, I guess. And so there's a Instagram page. Of, she's actually a reservist or a, she's a military. She's connected to the military, but she's a biochemist. She, both of her kids dealt with a lot of food allergies. So um, she has this company called Free to Feed and it talks all about like breastfeeding and food allergies. And because there's so much misinformation, even from your, from your allergists, like my allergist told me it was totally fine to keep eating cheese and milk and peanuts and like all of those things that he has like, like IgE reactions to 
what she was saying is that they used to say it takes two weeks for dairy to get out of your breast milk, but that's actually like not proven by anything. And it usually just leads mothers to quit breastfeeding because they, because they feel so guilty. And I have absolutely been there. Like when I've eaten something I shouldn't eat and he's stomach hurts or he's like fussy, I feel so bad. And like, I'm like, Oh, I should just like, I know formula is not better, but like, it is such a, struggle for sure mentally but what she was saying is she was saying like sometimes it could actually be okay so like say you didn't have a stressful week and you ate all really good foods and you slept really good you and you ate some milk drink some milk it actually might not affect them at all because your gut it's not leaking like it's not leaching into your breast milk like your overall homeostasis is better, right? Like your overall but, inflammation, yeah. stress levels. Yeah. So I'm definitely don't understand like what leaky gut is and like, <laughs> but, or, or like leaky lymphatic system, like just a stressed out system isn't going to like contain these proteins probably the same way. And so it's all really interesting because I have noticed that like sometimes if I did eat like a little bit of cheese or something, it would not impact him at all. And other times I have a little bit and he's, he's not good. So this is a huge testament to how stress like feeds everything, right? Cause stress is going to directly impact hormone levels and how they're playing together, which is going to affect how you digest food and your nervous system. And, you know, it's crazy how integrated. And I think our bodies are so amazing and complicated. Nobody truly like can understand every little transaction between your cells. I mean, maybe there's someone out there who's that brilliant, but we have a lot to learn as far as how our body works. But just knowing those things, I feel like gives hope that maybe these problems aren't you know, a life sentence or it could get better or you can, you have some amount of control over your symptoms and what your body is doing. You can communicate with Addie and I both in regards to the podcast questions, comments, concerns, topics that you want discussed on our podcast Facebook page, don't beat around the bush podcast, as well as our email account, which is don't beat around the bush podcast at gmail.com. You can also find our podcast on all the major podcast platforms. So please subscribe, comment and share all the bushy love. It's probably pretty obvious that our episodes are edited and produced by Addie and myself. (laughs) And our music is provided by Blockhead. Um, oh, so I, when we put, I put up the thing about who wants a t-shirt Yeah, Whoops. and I feel like the staff like weren't fantastic. <laughs> I, there was, I don't know, a decent number of people who said they did want one, but then I had a number of people who like, they didn't want one, but sent me a message saying they're like, I'm more of like a canvas tote bag person yeah, there you go. Yeah, or have- have we got fanny packs. Oh my gosh. It would be an ode to Bobby. <laughs> Moms love fanny packs. We totally like, should. What if it was a fanny pack and it had like a little bush on it? <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. We could do so many fun things with a fanny oh pack. Oh my god! Yeah, I'd almost like wear a sweatshirt more than a t-shirt. It's just the quality that has to be good. Mm-hmm. Like I have some sweatshirts that I just 
wear them because they're just so fuzzy. And I, I wouldn't care what's on them. You could put a big Ooh. dick on it. I'd probably still wear it because it's so fuzzy. <laughs> so we just need the quality to be there. And then, you know, everything else we drop. So we have 12,000 downloads. Nice. Yeah, 12,000 downloads on, we're up 303% from last month. <laughs> oh, well, we kind of took a divot there for a while. <laughs> yeah. This is the earliest I think we've ever podcasted. <laughs> yeah, podcasting in the morning. <laughs> Eight o'clock in the morning. It's seven o'clock for you. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't. I think that an early morning podcast is good. The, yeah. Like, I know that this is a humongous cup of coffee. <laughs> I mean, we even have matching cups. Do you see this straw? Do you see this straw? This is where I'm at in life, having a straw in my coffee. <laughs> because the dentist is working on me. Yeah, my enamel's going to shit. And I will have to start giving up coffee tomorrow when I start this stupid elimination mm-hmm. diet. So I'm just trying to save my teeth here. This is this is what mid-30s looks like. So prepare yourself. <laughs> Dude, man, I need to go to the dentist, but like I'm scared because I feel like post-pregnancy, both times my teeth were just like tight after having a kid i've like heard things about that too how like minerals and stuff are drawn out of your teeth also blame the rv's curly fries like that was (laughs) leaking calcium straight from my teeth with david it was the chick-fil-a waffle fries because they had a chick-fil-a in the hospital i worked at so like every lunch i would just go get waffle oh my gosh yeah not good 